Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered. Or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For season two, I'm focusing on energy and things that positively increase our energy. The heliotropic effect states that all living systems are inclined toward or attracted to that which is life-giving. So I'm inviting guests who provide this positive life-giving energy for me. My guest today is Donna Montoya. I met Donna over 10 years ago when she did an informational interview with me about my job at the time. I remember thinking she was an intelligent and curious person and I liked her energy right away. A few years later, when I had the opportunity to hire someone, I sought out Donna and hired her. Since then, we've both had children and navigated advancing our careers and motherhood. You'll get to meet Donna in a minute. The first thing that has brightened my day lately is what I call the Christmas trifecta. Pumpkin pie blizzards, peppermint ice cream, and eggnog lattes. The other day, I had my first pumpkin pie blizzard from Dairy Queen. They are so good. They have the pumpkin spice seasoning just right for my taste, and there are little pieces of pie in each bite. I try not to think too hard about how pieces of pumpkin pie stay together when they go through the blizzard machine, but they do. So I choose to suspend disbelief on this one because I enjoy them so much. Plus, the whipped cream and sprinkling of nutmeg at the end is the perfect finish. Peppermint ice cream is also a great one, and it's seasonal. So the minute I see it in the freezer aisle, I grab a quart or two or six. It is the perfect complement to cookies and cake at the holiday time. Something about the minty flavor just cuts through all the heaviness of other holiday treats and leaves my mouth feeling clean and light. And I love the little peppermint chunks in the ice cream. And finally, eggnog lattes. Oh, where do I begin? Every year, that first sip of an eggnog latte is a Facebook post worthy thing. I like them best when you cut the eggnog in half with milk. It's not quite so rich that way. Well, you can imagine my heartbreak when I found out that Starbucks isn't serving eggnog lattes this year. I don't really know why, but I'm sure it has something to do with COVID. So I was overjoyed when I discovered that a local coffee shop by my house called French Press serves them. I'm going to get my first one as soon as this podcast is over. I can hardly wait. The second thing that has brightened my day is my mom's new alarm clock. This is no ordinary alarm clock. My mother wears hearing aids, and she was mentioning to my brother and I at Thanksgiving that she wasn't able to hear her alarm clock lately when she took out her hearing aids. Well, my brother was on it, and he found my mom the perfect alarm clock. It's called a Sonic Alert. It has both the alarm clock base and an attachment disc that vibrates. 
If you're uncertain about how serious of an alarm clock this is, note that it comes in camouflage. It could wake an entire platoon. Trust me. Aria and I helped my mom set it up yesterday. The first step was to test the alarm. I followed the steps exactly, and that thing let off such a loud alarm, Aria covered her ears and was crying, Turn it off, it's too loud! And to make it worse, the attachment disc vibrated so intensely it was literally hopping off the table onto the floor. I was frozen in shock, and only my mom had the presence of mind to pull the plug. She said, my goodness, this will wake the whole building. As we looked over the sonic boom alarm, we found both a volume and a tone control. Thank goodness. And there are options for vibrate, buzz, or vibrate and buzz. We successfully set the time and the alarm time, and I'm sure my mom will have no problem getting up on time from now on. The third thing that's brightened my day is 20 more minutes. I was having a conversation with my friend Tina, and she was telling me about when she was training for her first marathon, and she felt like she was too tired to go on. Her trainer would say, just 20 more minutes. Everyone has 20 more minutes in them. And Tina would get in another mile or two. We were using that 20 more minutes metaphor in other aspects of our lives. I was complaining that I was at the end of my rope with a particular project, and Tina said, you have to give it 20 more minutes. It made me think, what's possible if we give 20 more minutes? Maybe it means you play one more game of hide-and-seek with your child. Maybe it means you read Bread and Jam for Francis again. Maybe it means you tie on your apron and pull out the pans and make a warm whole cooked meal for your family at the end of a tiring day. Maybe it means you hold a plank for 20 more seconds, even when your arms and legs are trembling. What does 20 more minutes mean for you? What will you learn about yourself? What might open up for you if you just give it 20 more minutes? My guest today is Donna Montoya. Donna is a career development professional and currently the assistant director of career development at Linfield University, where she delights in working with students in career exploration and preparation. Donna is a mother to her eight-year-old son, Damien, and a black cat named Forte. Her favorite quote is by Matisse, there are always flowers for those who want to see them a quote that has kept her looking for the positive in everyday life and has helped bring her closer to her own calling and loved ones. I'm thrilled to have Donna as my guest today. Welcome, Donna. Thank you, Lisa. I am so glad to get to talk to you today. I know it's been so long. (laughs) It has. (laughs) So before I ask you about the things that have brightened your day, I'm curious, as a career development professional and preparing college graduates to launch their careers, How has COVID affected your work? Like, what's the future looking like for our young graduates? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Lisa, that is such a good question. (laughs) COVID's definitely affected my work in so many ways, um, and it has definitely affected our students as well. I think this is actually what affects my work the most is the student experience. Mm. So, for example, uh, one part of my job that I absolutely love is helping students connect with alumni and industry recruiters for things like informational interviews or for job or internship opportunities. Mm -hmm. 
And one actually really great side effect of COVID, but really it was everybody working from home for a while, is that when students met with these industry experts, instead of meeting in a corner office or in a boardroom and being super intimidated, students got to meet via Zoom. Oh oh my gosh, it was so different for them now that they were able to see these seasoned, successful professionals and they were real people. There were kids running in the background or Or, or, or cats playing with the computer screen, right? Um, you know, or like TVs or there were kitchens. And so basically our students got to realize these people had homes, they had lives, they were real, Mm. they were accommodating, they were going through all of the personal pieces of these ups and downs of COVID, just like everyone else. I think this helped the students a lot because they just got to see people are accessible and willing to help. And really, they're just like them, just with more experience and time to grow expertise. Yeah, that's such an interesting way of thinking about it. I love that, that it takes some of that threat away of status or just the unfamiliar surroundings that don't make us feel at ease. But when you're in the comfort of your own home, talking to someone else in the comfort of their home, the tables are turned a little. That's so interesting. Yeah. And and that's exactly it. You know, you go to a big building in Portland and it's the status and it's it's very intimidating. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're 18 or 20, when I think of myself, when I was 18 or 20, I didn't even try to do this. I was so scared. So (laughs) (laughs) I mean, part of my job is to coach students through it and to help give them confidence, but being able to see people in their own homes and talk about things and you really realize that work is a huge part of people's lives, but there are people and they're full people and their personal lives and work lives do overlap. And I think students were able to see that and and kind of make that connection as well. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's taking me back to your quote, there are always flowers to those who look for them. Well, in some ways, those have been the flowers, if you will, of COVID, these gifts that we didn't anticipate that this pandemic has given us. It's given a lot of <laughs> ungifts, if that's a word, <laughs> coal in <Yeah>. our stocking, <laughs> but it's yeah. also had some gifts or some flowers. So speaking of the flowers in our lives, what are the things that have brightened your day lately? Oh my goodness. Yes. And actually, take, <laughs> I'm going to take you back to that quote. So I really love quotes and that's absolutely my favorite one. Um, Mm. And in my office, I have either on my screen as a screensaver or up around my office, I have different quotes hanging around or as posters that I've created. And this quote is in my office. And I, I had snapped a picture of my son when he was maybe three years old. It was him bending down on a hike and he found this huge gross gangly dandelion. And he was like, oh my gosh. And so he he bent down and was picking it for me and I snapped a picture. And then I, I put that quote up and I kind of made it into a poster because it was like, it's the eye of the beholder, right? It's what yeah. we want to give and what we make beautiful. And that makes me smile. But he was three or four then. So fast forwarding <laughs> to today, <laughs> he actually did something else that brightened my day. Over the summer, I finally got him into karate. There is now an actual punching bag for him to practice on and not my stomach. (laughs) Or the couch cushion. Or the couch. (laughs) Forte. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, they they have a love-hate relationship, but not because of karate, thank goodness. So he actually, he'd been working super hard over the summer and you can just tell when there's, you know, a young kid even just 
something flows and he mm. has loved it. And so this past Saturday was the first time that he had the opportunity to test from being a white belt, which is the first level of karate up to the next color belt, the second level um, being a yellow belt. And so they call it a promotion and he had to memorize this whole routine called a kata and he had to know commands and everything is very precise and specific. And it's all about, you know, mind and body control and it's wonderful. Well, I am still smiling because what actually happened was that he had been working so hard. He got to test for his yellow belt and then he got called up to test for his orange belt. And mm -hmm. so it was this most incredible surprise just to feel so proud of him. And I think I was shining all day on Saturday and, I, <laughs> and so was he. And, and I think that's why it was just so special. It's so cool to see, especially kids just get to be so proud of themselves. And he had so much confidence after that. And he's finally letting me like watch him practice and his routines because I was not allowed to even watch him. So I think that just boosted him. And that just makes me so bright to get to see it. Oh, that's fantastic. Congratulations, Mama, because I know that it's the successes of our children. We feel them almost just as much. So I'm putting you on the spot here, but I am curious. How many belts are there in karate? <laughs> do, do you know at what are the colors? So you, you said there's white and then yellow and then orange. So what will he have to go for next? I am probably going to get this all wrong. And I apologize <laughs> if he were listening in right now, he would help and correct me. I think from my understanding, once you get to a certain point, some belts are like, so the next after orange is blue, but then after blue, there's blue with a black stripe. And then I'm going to have to guess probably purple. And I know that after that, there's green and brown and then black and I, oh, red, red is comes before black, but it kind of the sensei was explaining to me that you start with white and you go through all the colors and white is almost like you're working your way up to becoming mm -hmm. proficient. And so by the time you get to black belt, I know I had thought, well, black belt is what you're aiming for, right? No, black belt is actually the first belt that says, okay, you're proficient. <laughs> and oh. then there's like 10 other black belt steps that you can get. So what I oh. love about karate is you're building up, you're working up to learning. And this mm -hmm. is like a real building and growth time. And then you get to black belt. Well, you have to keep practicing and learning and honing to even to still practice karate. And with that, you get your other black belts. So it is one of those lifelong learning examples that I love that gets to be instilled in children. And obviously me, because I'm learning about it too. I can't wait to hear when and, and how Damien passes his next belt. I'm sure he'll be <laughs> zooming to proficient in no time at all. He sure um, loves it. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, what's the third thing that's brightened your day? Okay. A little bit of background. I'm, I'm not really like a squash person, like eating it. Like I don't love, I, okay. I love pumpkin pie, but I'm not, I'm not or maybe like, I don't know, butternut With a lot of whipped ravioli. cream. <laughs> I know more, more of the whipped cream. I don't know. I'm not like, Ooh, yum, spaghetti squash. Oh, I'm so excited. Right. However, however, I love delicata squash. Like I could eat that every day, all season. And guess what I saw at Safeway yesterday. <gasps> so I have a couple that I'm ready to broil up this evening and the season has begun. I am so excited about that. That is very exciting. So I don't think I, I would be able to pick one up in a lineup. So what does a delicata, am I saying it right? Delicata totally, squash. What does yes. it look like? It's kind of like a cylinder. It's like an oval, 
So it's one of those squashes. You can, you can eat the skin. So if you cut it open, it's basically you take the seeds and stuff out, but you Mm -hmm. can create, you can make it into rings. And so you can eat rings of squash and Mm. it's so delicious. And I'm, I'm not a great cook and I like things super simple. So for me, I just cut them into rings and take out the seeds and then um, just a little bit of olive oil and then some salt, maybe pepper. And that is all I need to be happy and smile. Oh, I love it. Do you <laughs> do you bake it in the oven or do you eat it cold? Oh, yeah. You got to bake it okay. and see it's been a season since I've made it. I'd say probably about 450 or 425 mm. until it's nice and soft. And it kind of like just bubbles up and caramelizes and this is I this is the only squash I get excited about again, except for pumpkin pie. So well, I can tell you, I can <laughs> see that your smile is from ear to ear, even though I can't see, I can hear you that can your hear smile is from ear to ear. Well, I'm gonna look for that the next time I'm in the grocery store, which will probably be on Saturday. So <laughs> I will send you a picture of it and you'll be like, what? That is edible. <laughs> oh, yes, it is delicious. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Well, Donna, you certainly don't have to be held to only three things, but is there anything else that you wanted to share that's brightened your day? Oh, gosh. Well, oh, something cool that's going on. And I know a lot of people can probably relate is that um, we've been out of school for a while at this point, and I don't get to do like formal learning a lot. But mm-hmm. now I'm I'm in a class to a course so that I can get a certain certificate for my profession. And I love it. Oh, I love learning. It's so much, it's like, oh, I could eat this up. So yeah. it's been awesome. It totally, it actually brightens every day because I do a little bit every day and it is fun to start, you know, diving into, for me, it's theories and learning how to do certain assessments and it's, it's mm-hmm. career development stuff. So it's been wonderful. Well, I can tell learning is a strength you have and you're in the right career for that. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Donna, for being a guest on my podcast and thank you for brightening my day. Absolutely. It has been so much fun to catch up with you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at hiltonlisab at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.